So Simpson and I shared last week that we want to take some time in our, in our gatherings on Sunday morning the next four weeks to pray very specifically about the uh, four different characteristics of our church that God has called us to. That God would deepen these things among us, that he would, he would widen uh, their, their effect among us and in our city, and that he would protect us from the evil one who wants to come against us very specifically against these characteristics that God has called us to at Broadway. Um, Ruth, could you bring up the PowerPoint on the next slide here? So a few years ago when we were seeking the Lord's direction for um, who God has made us to be, we came up with these statements, that God has made us to be a church of steadfast worship, that we serve a faithful God who never fails us, and it's his steadfast love that draws us to steadfast worship. Would you just read that together with me? We serve a faithful God who never fails us. His steadfast love draws us to steadfast worship. And we do this in a couple of different ways. First, by responding to God's word. We believe at Broadway that God has given us his word through scripture. And that he's given us his word through the, the, the voice of the spirit in one another. That we can hear his word and we can respond to his word in prayer. That this is where our worship begins, by responding to the voice of God in our lives. And then we also live out this steadfast worship by praying with expectation. Uh, I, I think that this may be, uh, it may be an Eldon Clausen phrase that I think all of us have grabbed onto. That we are people who are called to pray with expectation. Not praying um, in some sort of vain hope. Not praying um, as if there is no power in these prayers, but praying that as we pray that the Lord of all creation is listening to us. That the one who is at the center of all reality, the center of unbroken praise, that he is listening to us, that he is on the throne and he responds to his people's prayers. Sometimes in ways that we can see and we know immediately God answered that prayer. And in other ways that we may not see until we are on the other side. The way that God was responding to the prayers of his people. But we pray today with expectation. And this is part of our steadfast worship. So Sims, would you come and um, lead us in a time of, of prayer for of steadfast worship for our church? Um, I love the fact that our church loves and lives to worship God. That's what we are called to do. And we worship God, as we have said, in all those different ways that Ryan spoke about. Our prayer points, the things that we um, feel that, that we need to pray for today, um, that we pray to learn to participate in this eternal heavenly worship, not just on Sunday, not joining in on Sunday, but as a daily thing in our lives as we walk our lives, as we do whatever we do. Uh, Paul puts it, um, I think it's Eugene Peterson in interpreting Paul. He says in um, Romans 12 that your everyday life, make it a sacrifice, you're eating, you're sleeping. And so putting all those things into the perspective that it's our daily worship, whatever we do. Um, and then as well, what I pray that our Sunday gatherings would be a corporate expansion, expression, sorry, of our experience throughout the week. In 1 Corinthians 
Paul speaks to the Corinth church and says, how is it then, brethren, when you come together that somebody has a song, somebody has a hymn, somebody has a teaching, somebody has, he lists all those things and he says, let all this done, these things be done in an orderly manner. And he's expressing that the church has already been spending and doing those things at home. When they come here on Sunday, it's a time of expression of that, a time of celebration of our time with Jesus alone. And so I want, we want to pray that the Lord would help us to realize that. That would give us an awakening to be awake to that during the week. And then um, that we would learn to hear the voice of the shepherd through scripture and prayer. That we would hear him when he speaks. Last week when we spoke about the shepherd, the lamb shepherd, we say that he, we hear his voice because we belong to him. The sheep will not go up after another who does not have the same voice as the shepherd. So just knowing the shepherd's voice, and we know it through his word. And we know it as well in prayer, and he speaks to us. And then the, the last one was we'll pray that we have an eager expectation to see the move of God in our lives, personally, in our church, in the city, and I will add and say in the nation and in the world. When, uh, the disciple, when Jesus spoke to the disciples, he says, he says to them, go, and where does he tell them when you receive power? He says, when you, you will receive power after that, the Holy Ghost will come upon you and you'll be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, which is home, our lives, in Judea, going further, Samaria, and up to the uttermost part of the earth. So that, that would be an eager expectation for us to see God move in our city. So I'm going to open us up in prayer, and then I'll leave the floor open for a few minutes. And I would ask you to raise your voice and pray. Um, and we are going to do it in an orderly manner too. Um, as Paul says in Corinthians, each one of us has come home after spending time with God at home, we're here to celebrate that. Let's pray together. And when we pray, we'll do that in an orderly manner. Give each other a chance to, to raise our prayer. And we agree with those prayers. Let us pray. And then afterwards, I will, I will close us. Lord, we thank you that you are faithful. We thank you that you have called Broadway at this time to be a church of steadfast worship. And Lord, we pray that no scheme of the enemy can move us from there. Hear the prayers of your people. As we put our hope in you, Lord, we pray that you renew our strength. We always give you thanks and praise and always exalt your name. For you are our Lord, our God, and only you are good, Lord. And your love endures forever. And, and that you rose again, your resurrection power, that you want us with you where you are. We thank you for that, Jesus, and, and we give you all the honor and all the praise and all the glory that is worthy and due to your name. For you are high above all, all things. You are, you are the way, the truth, the life. So, Holy Father, we do worship you as the one who is high above all. 
You are the creator of us. We worship you as the creator of us and all that there is. And in this, you have given us a place. And we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ, who is our Lord, because of the sacrifice. Father, we thank you for Jesus' example of what worshiping you looks like. We know, we believe that he lived a life that was not just without sin, but was always in communion with you and submission to the Father. And Lord, this is what worship looks like for us. And so God, I pray that we would desire to have communion with you in as much as you desire to be with us, Lord. Yes. And I also pray, God, that you would that we would decrease, that we would submit ourselves fully to the leadings of the Spirit. Yes. God, because you have promised us discernment and wisdom. You have promised us your Holy Spirit that it will counsel us. Lord, teach us the simplicity of the gospel, that it is not many things, but it is one thing. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one sacrifice, one redemption, one God, one way and one truth, one life. We are all of one heart, one mind, one body. And it's you, Lord. You're at the center of all of creation. You're the heart of the gospel. You're the heart of, you're the heart of God. We love you, God. Lord, we, we look forward to that day, and we also can say today, we can tell stories today of your goodness, of your faithfulness, of your provision, and God, we pray that we would not shrink back from sharing the word of our testimony, because along with the blood of the Lamb, this will be powerful to overcome the struggles and tribulations that we face. So God, I just pray that you would produce in us a spirit of thanksgiving, that we would be uh, overwhelmed with gratitude because of your goodness in our lives daily, that we'd be in tune with the works of your hands, so that we can join together to talk about your goodness with sincerity, because we've been paying attention to you.
in Jesus' name.